0: Okay, so welcome, Paul Steele, blogger. Blogger. Hiker.
1: Hiker, travel.
0: Ex-army man.
1: Ex-army man.
0: <laughs> Dabble in photography. Oh, dear. Bit of everything. <laughs> Just bit bit of, everything. of everything. Jack of all, master <laughs> of none, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I'm sure you are a master of one thing, The um, your hiking blog yeah. as well, the it? blog, the blog as well. Right, well, first of all, Paul, and we're, to find out a little bit more about you, we're going to do a quick fire round. Just say what comes to your mind, straight away. No oh idea. No thinking. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> bad on here. They are actually quite sensible. Um, hike or bike? Hike. Sun or snow? Snow. University or army? Army. Mountain or ocean? Mountain. Restaurant or pub? Pub. Money or fame? Money. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Plane or train? Plane. Brexit or remain? Brexit. Ah, <laughs> Do you know what
1: oh people, I, I knew that was coming. I was like, no. Got I hate
0: it when people just like <laughs> so you know they share about it. Just, just say what you think, really. But I think everyone, other than one person, has actually said Brexit, which is, um, which is shocking at the minute because it seems to be online. Everybody just keeps saying, oh, everybody's changed their mind. Everybody voted Remain. I voted Brexit. i voted again as well.
1: How many people said don't say?
0: There's, there's been probably two or three. Yeah. Oh, they've gone, one went Remain. I was like, really? And then she was like, a oh, Brexit. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then two of us haven't said. But yeah, everybody else has just been like Brexit. Yeah. So Nothing. Is it, it is. It's thing, Everybody I've interviewed is nothing as well. Other than Harrison, but he was Brexit actually as well. Right, so you've got a diverse background. Very. So then I know you said you'd go do Army over University. and That was your life choice as well. Sometimes people do make the decision of university and then regret it or whatever else, but you stick with the army was um, a good thing for you. How old was you when you went into the army?
1: 16.
0: And what made you do that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was doing really well at school, and then I had a downward dip when I reached a certain age. I mean, I'll mean, i be the first to admit, if you get into the wrong crowd, you can go down, 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 down. Yeah. So I remember I was revising for my GCSEs, the first year of GCSEs, so that's giving me age away now. <laughs> but. And my mum came, I can remember my mum getting really irate with me, and she's like, why don't you join the army? And I, my pig-headed self went, you know what, I will, and I've never looked back.
0: Oh, really? I would
1: do If I was born again now, I would join the army again. And
0: how long was you in the army for?
1: 16 years.
0: Really? 16 years? Well. So you went in at 16, and so what, I don't know anything about the army, I don't really know any ex-military or anything. So when you go and join the army at 16-year-old, what do you do?
1: Basically, you have two years of at the time. It's hell. So when you, are it's called junior leaders because basically you're not technically a soldier until you're eighteen. Right. So when you join at sixteen, you're basically you're just a child that's just left literally left school.
0: Yeah. And you, I know but, that must be so daunting. So you with all like do you lived there in the army um, like barracks or whatever.
1: Yeah, but you're amongst peers. You're amongst a lot of other so sixteen-year-olds. All sixteen, year olds. seventeen. So it, I'd say it's a cross between. It's a very hard boarding school
0: really yeah <laughs> is it you, good though like i imagine it being like good for your um mentality yeah
1: because basically for for me when i look back within them first 16 weeks of basic training i went from a child to a man
0: really yeah and what like, do you do like just like, loads of fitness and that fit, you start fitness,
1: getting shouted at shooting
0: do you start shooting straight away yeah, yeah well, you so the the if route. we went to war would they be like all oh, right now we need the 16 No, <laughs> oh, we're <gonna> have- <laughs> you weren't
1: allowed to do that until you were at so you're
0: like 18.
1: but, you, but you, it, Whereas most people, when they join the army, they joined at 18, 20, 19, 20, they do basic training and they can get thrown straight into it. Yeah, Back yeah. then, I don't know what it is now for 16-year-olds, but when I went in at 16, it was two years of training. Just, so that helped me. Yeah. Turn, it turn me into the person I am.
0: And then and so then you turned 18 and you thought, oh, I'm going to stay. Yeah. Is that like you do your two years? And you then do you two
1: years and then. then they kind of force you to do as many years as they can get out of you.
0: Really, yeah. But I was enjoying
1: it so much, I went, the full nine it was at the time. You signed on for nine years. And, oh, really? Yeah. And then after nine, it's just And then like, what
0: happens if you're like, after three, you're like, I've had enough, can you not get out?
1: It's difficult. You sign a contract to the Queen. <laughs> and yeah. that's it, yeah.
0: yeah. It, and so they're like, oh, that's it, you're committing to it?
1: Yeah.
0: And then what's your opinion on this? Would well, you know when, in America, instead of people going to prison, they put them in armour, don't they? It's like a punishment thing. I'd, I'd, I'd
1: say yes. Do you that. think
0: that's like a good... Would, yeah. Do you think they should do it in England? They don't do it here. Do I
1: uh, in the modern world, with the PlayStation generation, it's not going to... Mm-hmm. It's like conscription, you know, everyone yeah. should do two years in the army. Uh, other European countries are getting rid of it now as well, but it, I, I would say uh, bring it back.
0: And I what make people do it. Yeah. It's just like... It would
1: change society overnight. Do
0: you think so? Yeah. Because it teaches you so much discipline. It
1: teaches about other people as well, and bonding, and how to socialise. Not, I mean, it's the camaraderie I miss. Yeah, I do miss the camaraderie.
0: Yeah, and then so you did sixteen years in it. So did you go into a while? or like
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't often talk about it actually. I'm not one of these that swings the light bulbs and say I did this and did that. Uh, I do know, right? uh, but it's kind of. I mean, I joined as a medic, oh, so right. so I did two, you know, two years of medic and basic training combined with each other.
0: So what do you mean, like a doctor? No, so you... medic. What's a medic? You know, medic
1: on the, you know. Jumping in and patching people up that been shot, kind oh, of. Right, okay. But I never physically did any of that. The, the, I mean, I suppose the hardest thing I did. I mean, wh- another thing that made me grow up fast was at 19 years old, I was thrown into helping with postmortems. I know that's. Sh- <laughs> you oh, can't imagine oh, that I was right. 19. I was 19 oh, years old, and there yeah. wasn't. I was working in Belgium at the time, and it was like a, a US army base. But the US doctors wouldn't touch British people that had died, basically. Okay. For litigation.
0: Oh, right, okay. So they
1: had to fly in a doctor that did the post-mortem. So there's only two of us medics on the camp. Oh, so it's right. like uh, you needed.
0: Oh <laughs> and, well, and then it's so way with these people, died just like natural causes. You yeah, mean it's so, all.
1: It, yeah, no, it was mainly natural causes. So like the first, the first. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't I'm not going to mention names or anything like that. But there was a poor 19 year old guy. He left his Range, uh, Range Rover uh, engine on to sleep and keep warm. Died of carbon monoxide poisoning. You're Next morning, I go into work thinking, I'm just going to do a bit of paperwork or a few jabs on people. And it's like, right, get your wellies on and get in there.
0: Oh, and that was that. And he was, like, the but, same age as you as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: he was the same age as me. Oh, and, God, that's hard. But um, I think mentally, I mean, I can imagine some people, but it helped me as well as made me realise I can cope with a lot of things.
0: Yeah, 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 made you stronger, life. And the
1: guy knew that it was my first one to get the doctor and the way I, I learnt a lot from him. I'll never forget him. Because oh, really, he yeah. just taught me how to deal with it.
0: Well, so when you say post-mortem, you mean like when they cut
1: them open and Yeah. Bits, so my this is quite a gruesome conversation, but my job I was he would he, he you know he'd show me and then show me how to do it and let me get he, he basically give me a full biology lesson that I've never taught in the, in the yeah, past. I mean, yeah, and then he's like, right, grab <laughs> that organ, weigh <laughs> it, knot it down,
0: and then uh, did you pop it back in.
1: No. Do you, do you, you really time? want to know what happens in a post-mortem? Because yeah. I, I would never want one. <laughs> oh,
0: really? No. Why on? So does everybody have to have a postmortem in real life? I don't know.
1: So don't go know. on then, what did they do with the
0: bargains?
1: Well, you take, you take them all out one by one, put them in a big plastic, well they did then, in a big black plastic bag, and then... So you end up with like a canoe as a body from there to there? I know, this is quite no. gruesome. Yeah, go <laughs> on, and you end up on. with like a canoe, kinda. So then my job as the assistant was to get sponges and sponge it all out so it's nice and dry. And then you get the black plastic bag and then you it's like packing a bag for holidays then.
0: What and you put the the bag back in? Yeah. But not and place everything back where it was. No, no do <laughs> that <laughs> i know. You know so you do and then and then it's quite gross kind of because you there it's trying a to get it because i'm always paranoid like not all i don't obsess about it anymore but i was a bit weird on death and I was always thinking that imagine if i'm not actually dead that way you know you're definitely dead if they've done that you wake, you know when you get buried and then you wake up in your coffin yeah because n- you know that was like a thing in the olden days yeah. you know like now they excavate coffins and there's all scratch marks on them and that oh yeah, yeah, yeah can yeah, you yeah. imagine the sheer terror so that at least this way you know i think i think can't.
1: if it's natural if they know it's natural causes or they know you've they lead you to it? I'm sure they do. They don't do a postmortem for everything.
0: All oh, right, also because it's yeah, was the carbon. I monoxide. think they're, they're a oh, they were probably. Oh, I mean, well that,
1: then, they? we what what carbon monoxide does to the body. I kind of you know it's just like it was like the biology lesson to it all.
0: It's just. Oh, like, really. But it's like that's it's a bit rough, isn't it? So you was doing that in Belgium, and then so I presume when you was in the army, you was like touring everywhere, I and mean, was that your thing? Then you was like the medic and postmortem person. Yeah, like
1: I, start, I started off in medic, then I went more into the admin side of things as well. So that's where, I, like, combined the both. So I was mainly in Germany right, okay. for most. So I went straight out to Germany in 1990, and I, you know, I spent one year in England in the whole time, oh, basically really? in Chester, yeah.
0: And then, and so then, what's happening in Germany? What, do we still not get on <laughs> <it> well?
1: <laughs> no, what it was after the war, we, we stayed over. The basically there's no, there was no for the, the army at the time because we still had the Iron Curtain. Yeah, just about at that time, just about basically we needed somewhere to put all our tanks.
0: Right, okay. Because
1: if the army was... Like, the army now, I think it's about 80,000 strong. You could fit it into Wembley, the army. The British army, you could fit it into Wembley quite easily. But then you couldn't. It was twice as big. Right, okay. And then you had all these tank regiments ready for the Russians to come over, so... There's, so no, then, there's so no place in Britain for so it. So then
0: what would you like to do in Germany then? And did you travel a lot then? Is this like where your no, passion for this no, has come from? No, no. Or no, you just no, kind no. In, just in one place? Yeah, so yeah,
1: you, you spent three years. So basically I spent three years in northern Germany and then I went to Belgium. Oh, right, and yeah. then I went, well, not a couple of years in northern Germany. I was in Belgium a lot for three years. Then I was in Gladbach around Ireland at the headquarters of British Army in Germany at the time. Right. Spent three or four years there. Then one year in Chester. And then they happened to move out and go to Germany. So I thought, lucky days. Because uh-huh. it, was, it was brilliant living in Germany. As a soldier, oh, was it? It, it was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You got a lot of extra money. Oh,
0: do Why? Just because you were abroad? Yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> That's we'll do with, uh, I'll move back from Chester to Germany. A lot extra so tax-free money. Tax when were you like, this, is, right, this is enough now?
1: Um, it's a, when you're 20 odd. it's all gung-ho and fun. And I want to be in the Army, and it 's like yeah. oh, "Oh, and then when you get in your thirties, it gets a bit you know six months in Iraq, and you can see Afghanistan looming and six months there and it really so did you that do gets that as like well? ground i didn 't do Afghanistan though. Yeah. but it gets like ground dog day, and it 's like I want to do something new now because i 'm very what I find, and even now to this day, every two or three years i 'm like oh, do something different. I want to yeah. see somewhere different. Maybe, maybe you know, I live somewhere different. I do, I do get, I do get that. That stuck to me. And
0: it's, Yeah. So that's come from the army, yeah. hasn't it? So that's probably set you up well now for yeah. your career. But I HHL, wasn't. I had
1: no interest in travel. And so. th- well,
0: what did you feel like? So you've come out the army at 32, and obviously all your life experience, but all your work experience is within the army. And yeah, you'd been a medic and you have done some admin. But then, did you struggle to get? Like a, a proper job no, after that?
1: No, I didn't. And I set my sights too low to start with. So right. I moved back to Oldham, from Oldham. So I, I got a job in Manchester within days. Oh, really? Yeah. Doing what? What did you do? It was admin. Boring. Really? In an office? Data processing. Oh, and really? that was that was the start of, right, I need to do something. Yeah. <laughs> so I, <didn't laughs> I, w- I was, I was. But the thing is, and one thing the army does set you up for is your attitude. Because I started off at the lowest in this massive, it was the Chamber of Commerce actually, oh, right. uh, well attached to the Chamber of Commerce, and basically you just get you know there's people that've been there 16 years, yeah. and within weeks you're showing without arse licking basically, you you're showing a better aptitude yeah. to things just naturally, Yeah. and you don't realise it. And then they're all backstabbing, which is something you don't get as much in the army because if there's a problem you just sort of get it.
0: Yeah. You and don't get that. Nin, you're nin, 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 nin the you're office. made to be like a, a family, aren't you? In the army, you made to do that yeah. because like, like, you're going to have to look after each other. Should that time ever come, where was in an office, everybody's against each other because they yeah. want the promotion. I know. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. And it's so. all this nin, 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 nin in the office, and you just like, well, what am I doing with that? So you just get on with your work naturally. Yeah. And it's like when they're switching the computers off at half past four, you're like, well, there's a job to finish here. Yeah. Again, not in a nice looking way, just more.
0: But do you think that's you or the army?
1: I think, and you hear it, there's a lot of ex-soldiers out there with that attitude, and they do well in what they're doing afterwards. There is, there is. is, I think it's the army. I think it's the army that's done it.
0: And then in Swaland, did you stick at that job for?
1: Um, I kept getting promoted within, so I moved across to something else until it flatlined and I got bored. So it was about 2008. 2008, I, I left there to look for something new.
0: And then, is this when you started with your...
1: Well, Twitter was invented. Yeah. And Facebook was invented. I know,
0: because you're really, like, early to to the game of blogging and... Yeah. And, and whatnot, weren't you? Yeah, and I so, wasn't. Did people think you was a nut? i just been like, <laughs> in those days, Do you know, like, just like taking videos no. of yourself and doing these things? Well, w- people like, because it's a new thing, and so everybody is just. Well, judgmental. what it was,
1: it was a work colleague in that in the chamber that said he was very into tech and he was very geeky, very geeky. And he's like, got hold of the first iPhone. You can't believe the smartphones were only invented like 10 and 11 years ago. I know. Ago. <laughs> I know. So I managed it. to get an iPhone 1. So I started just playing around, doing a bit of photography. I thought, oh, something with the camera on. So it's like, point and shoot. And then Twitter was invented and he told me about that so I jumped on there and I was just a normal person on that. But there wasn't that many people on there. It was yeah. a new thing. You could put photos on at the time, and Facebook would, had been going like two or three years. So I was on there anyway, just family, friends, old school friends, you know, the usual yeah. score. And then basically, I got fat, really, really fat, sitting at that From day. From working in the office. Yeah, working in the office, That's digestive biscuits, <laughs> flying saucers. They used to keep. <laughs> I love flying saucers. So they kept bringing me in a pot every day. So I'm like, I'm round, round, and then. I just like, right, I've got it. And then what I remember, because I'm from Oldham, so I used to just get into Saddleworth and start hiking. Got a couple of dogs and then fell back in well, fell back in love with it from when I was a teenager basically. So, so I hadn't done any in the army. Had you, had you been My the dad Viking? dragged me up dragged me up mountains and hills when I was a kid and I hated it. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. hated it when I was yeah. young. I was like, yeah, I can we turn around yet? Getting shouted at No, no, walk until we're ready and all this kind of stuff. But then I appreciated it more. But the army again taught me a lot. So, in the fitness in the army, I couldn't run. Oh, right, yeah,
0: because so you've gone from being, I'm guessing, really fit then when you was in the army to being a chub, I was, yeah. Yeah, I
1: was a proper, I put five stone on. Really? You yeah, know, yeah. long? Not long. <laughs> a couple of years, I put five, I, I literally oh my was. God. I was in, I, I think at one point I was 40 42 waist in suits.
0: Oh, my God, that uh, is big. I know. <laughs> that is it. I only got three in a stone when I was, like, full-term pregnant. Oh, no. And that's a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. I just did. Because I, I was just commuting, sitting on the train, getting and bored. So, was you not so doing mentally, anything like
0: gym stuff and no. things like this? No. Do you not find, though, that's really good for your... Um, for yeah. for keeping you sane. Like, like yeah. I have to do... If my head falls off, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to go to the gym. Yeah. And I'll just hammer it every single day till I'm, like, feeling better in my mind again. I have to
1: do something. <laughs> That's why I love my life now, because it's different every day, and a lot of it's yeah, running so, around.
0: Yeah, so tell us about it. So then you've gone, like, OK, I'm on Twitter, I'm taking pictures. Yeah,
1: and, and then I needed goal. I realised... To lose weight, blah, blah, blah. I needed a goal. So somebody came along and said, do you fancy climbing Kilimanjaro? So I did. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I just did. I mean, I, that was it then. That was it. I want to do more. I want to do more of this. So and basically a group like, of us.
0: taking pictures of all this and McCard and all this? Yeah, did but you it, it wasn't. then? Or?
1: No, no. I was actually just falling in love with climbing mountains. And you were still at the learning office Learning well. Yeah, I was still at the office then. Right, okay. Then, ooh, a couple of years later, the opportunity came to climb Aconcagua. Which I don't is, like that. It's the highest in Argentina. Oh, right, okay. Which is another level. Uh, three weeks to climb that one. And th- basically, I sta- this is when I was on Twitter, and they invented a thing called TwitPick then. Because Twitter didn't give you the facilities even then. It was still a SMS. That's why it was 140 characters. Right,
0: okay. Because it was
1: basically, at the time, it was a way to communicate into a notice board, a forum, <coughs> by SMS.
0: Right, So you okay. used to
1: SMS to Twitter you. So we were using a sat phone, and somebody invented a thing called TwitPic, which was a way of getting photos right, onto okay. Twitter. And so I was blind. So I had 10,000 followers at the beginning of the climb. Three weeks later, when I came down, I had 100,000.
0: Oh, really? Because people then, so they could all see your pictures. Yeah. So you were posting pictures. Yeah,
1: through a satellite phone. Oh, <laughs> so right. Halfway up the I can remember. And then, <clears throat> but you've got to remember then, it was new. So if you look at Twitter now, everybody's <coughs> climbing mountains, taking pictures. It's that, yeah. There wasn't. There was only like two or three of us then. Yeah. I remember there was like me, a guy in America, because we were like in the minority. Yeah,
0: yeah. So yeah.
1: it helped me a lot. And so what happened was I just carried on hiking in the UK, Lake District, going to Lake. While
0: still working then. Yeah.
1: While still working. Yeah. And then eventually my numbers got to a point where um, destinations, hotels basically he's a walking brochure oh, right. so that's that's where the work
0: ah right so okay so this is what I wanted to ask you number one so obviously you see loads of people like I mean just normal people seem to blog the life anyway just like oh I'm having a fried egg oh I'm having uh, a oh, good no, right. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know when you started blogging at what point do you think oh this is going to be my career and you can monetize it how can you change that? Because there's lots of people trying to do it now. Actually, but it's a question I get asked ah, so job? many
1: times. It it took time. Basically, it took time. It never changed overnight. So I was I realised that I couldn't travel. So at the time, I, I was getting a lot of freebies. Right. So I was getting a lot amazing trips, but they were free. And so it wasn't monetized as such, but it's, again, it's that cross between content, getting enough content going and a backlog, as well as moving forward. So I did take freebies at the time. Yeah. And I mean, this was 2010. Yeah. So that's when I started blogging, 2010. But to travel, one or two weeks in every month, I couldn't have a nine-to-five. Uh, yeah. So I took the plunge and went, right. I just need zero hours jobs, so I was peddling like that, like mad D- delivery. I was doing de- uh, prescription deliveries for a pharmacy, you know, a chemist, and I was doing receptionists at a doctors.
0: Just like dropping in and out of jobs, yeah. like a temp work. So,
1: like the especially the delivery driver, I'm, it was a case of um, such a money's on leave this week. Do you fancy covering it?
0: Yeah, I'll cover it. Yeah, so, that, so that's what you kind of kept paying your bills, but yeah. then you because the I thought done, there's so.
1: something in this <clears throat> at the time. But you did, it.
0: obviously, one of things so they didn't know
1: it wasn't a thing it was all new because it it, I don't know if you remember 2010 the the brands were on there the celebrities were on Twitter yeah they weren't on
0: then yeah he
1: made it he made it famous it was on a a race with uh, CNN to be the first to a million followers I remember that right and that's when everyone started coming on
0: then people started noticing it then and so you'd obviously you already got so what was it that people were why did people start following you just because you was putting the pictures on there and it was like one of the first stars how did
1: you I think my personal opinion because I'm not Vain person. This is it. This is where it gets difficult for me. So it's a case of, you know, like, followers follow followers. Like, money follows money. A little bit. Right, There's a little yeah. bit of that. I think, oh, oh, you know, you join Twitter. Who to follow? Oh, he's, Yeah. <laughs> you start they start cooking down i'm not you know I'm, but then you, you also get a lot of like my demographic it's very armchair travelers
0: what do you, mean, what
1: do you they, mean they haven't got they don't you know they're not traveling all the time so you got some travel writers where it's all about fellow travelers fellow travelers boom 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 boom, boom. Right. whereas mine it's like i'd love to go to these places but honestly, all right. <laughs> but i just want to. i'll just see them through your eyes yeah. right? but then you've got to you've got to try and attract a crowd of people that especially if I want to monetize it, if I want to go to destinations and they want sales themselves, then then they need people that are going to pay for holidays as well. But it's not, I'm going to say, I don't do that all the time. You've got to have a balance between real and monetized stuff. I I
0: see. So sometimes you just go on a trip because you want to go on a trip. So you just go hiking because... Yeah. You would love hiking though, that's, yeah. that's like your thing.
1: Because I'm not like 100% advert, if that makes sense. You can't, yeah, you yeah. can't do that, otherwise it just gets see-through, contrived.
0: Yeah, well it's not it's real, isn't it? but too... I think that's what all like um, reality TV stars are doing now, and everybody's just bored of it, and then yeah. they have to post like, oh, it's an advert or whatever, but I mean, I, I do follow like quite a few celebrities, and I'm just like, oh God, they post a sun cream, or then it's... Sunglasses big, different is the big clothes, thing, well. and, this, that, and, the other. and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> oh, I follow them, because I want to know what's going on in yeah. their lives, like you broke up with your boyfriend oh you know the proper gossip I don't don't want to see so many pages to put some new shoes on like so you do have to have that that balance of the the two don't you I try to to do
1: 70-30 70% 70 my stuff yeah 30% I have to earn a living.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, because you're you're not like... But still tell the the truth.
1: I won't do anything if it's telling a lie. That's my...
0: So if people offer you trips and you're like, ah, that's not my thing at all, Yeah, would you just not bother with that? I wouldn't
1: bother, no. And
0: so, another thing then. So you start getting all of your followers. Yeah. Um, You're doing well, it's building up, you're working part-time. Then when are you like, right, I'm going to do this full-time?
1: When you get to a point and confident enough where you say, "Uh, you want me to do that, I have a daily rate.
0: Oh, right, okay. So instead of just getting your free trips then you was like, yeah, yeah, I don't I'll do call. I don't do free trips anymore. Oh right, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I'll either do my own where yeah. I
1: pay for it myself, or get out and about on the m- I'd rather go to the mountains and the lakes on my own than go and do a, a freebie that's come tr- absolutely contract.
0: And so where do you do most of your blogging? Is it mainly in the UK or It do is you go everywhere?
1: For me, I love there's so many places in the UK I haven't seen. Yeah. Like I've just come off a trip in Scotland and yeah,
0: four pla four
1: parts of Scotland that I've never You've never been to. And so
0: then, when you go to all these, then do you go hiking at each one as well? I I I didn't have
1: time on this one, um, but yeah, uh, it's about the outdoors for me. It's all about the outdoors, which is why even on the blog, it's not just me anymore. I've got a family of writers that that are doing their own thing. They're not, they're not professionals or anything like that. They're just just not
0: other people who go hiking. See, I, I like
1: people doing. What they look, you know, when they're really passionate about what they're doing and they're traveling, they're going away as a family for the weekend yeah. and they take nice photos. And, and then
0: and, they'll post it on your. And they've
1: got no inclination of starting a blog or monetizing themselves. So I said, yeah. well, I'll promote you. Why don't you write, put your photos and diarize on Paul on right? Dyker? Which right. is why it's Paul Steel and Friends now, not just, it's not me yeah, so much anymore.
0: So, well, then I guess you're getting more content as well. It's yeah. A bit more yeah, it's good and... for content. And Do you have happy. children?
1: I've got five.
0: You've got five children. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> and so do you take all the, do you take them along with you as well?
1: What are they what, what are they like? Uh, well, my eldest is twenty six now, so he, I, he's getting married next year. Oh, we. That's left. my next thing next year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and there'll be a granddad at some point. Yeah. But it's um yeah. So he's he likes his hikes when he, when I get to see him. He's down in Bath now.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, there's us spread around. It's bless him. Bath as well, isn't
1: it? And
0: so, and so, yeah, but the, did, they, did you always take them with you in that? Do they enjoy that kind of thing? Yeah. I b- mean, would you, like, blog with your children as well? Yeah, yeah, I
1: blog with my children. I've done one recently with my two youngest. Oh, right, okay. They're, and how
0: old are they? Yeah.
1: Older there. 13 and 10. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, two girls, bless them.
0: I bet the. I mean, when I was thirteen, or ten, I would. have been like, dad, I ain't going up that mountain. Uh yeah, I, I I have one. <laughs> one of my children,
1: who won't be named, would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: like, Please stop. So, oh no 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 no,
1: it's a big no no. Oh
0: yeah, no, it's nice <laughs> to it give you like some tips and that because obviously I'm a mum as well. So I've got um a seven month old and a nine year old. I've oh. only got two and I struggle for it, remember. <laughs> um, but it but it's nice. But no, like places where. Um, to go to with the little ones as well because yeah. I know there's loads in England, but then you're like, oh, are you going to keep them entertained for the whole time? It's alright, saying so, no, we can for in, but is the hotel yeah, convenient no. for kids and things? And so you'll talk about those bits of things. Or otherwise, you, the Paul Steele and friends, they'll talk about those. They'll things talk as well. about them
1: things. But I'm I'm basically for this summer I'm going to be doing a lot in a motorhome. Oh, right, okay. So I'll have the two youngest women there as well. So um, it's like when it gets involved with the, with the actual sites. Yeah. So I'll turn up at sites and I'll, I might write about the site. Yeah. The site might not know,
0: but, it, you know. And you just give it like a little review. Yeah,
1: give it a little review that's and that's I might good. put the children's element into it. Yeah.
0: And so then the, most of your followers are on Twitter still, that's where Yeah, you, that's, that's
1: my main where place, Where you yeah. do
0: well, yeah. But do, So what? What are you on Instagram? Yeah. I know you found Instagram now because I'm guessing you come to that. Obviously, after you, you got on Twitter, yeah, did you did you do you struggle with the followers on Instagram to build it as much because you kind of missed that beginning wave?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get a lot of crossover, so you get a lot you know. I can go on. I can, I'm I'm in a privileged position where I can go on Twitter and say, if you want to follow me on Instagram, follow yeah. me at this account. Yeah. So I'm in to, you know, I get eyeballs on that. So. That's the main way of me growing my Instagram at the moment. I find all of them, because people come to me and say, I want to be like you overnight. And yeah. I'm like, no. if I started Twitter now, it's a, it's a whole different ballgame. Because the best of it, when people try and compare themselves to me, most people now, they get a business idea, create a website, and then they go, we've got to be on social media. Boom, 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 boom. I'm yeah. the other way around.
0: Yeah.
1: I blog because I tweeted. I don't tweet because I blog. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's... A totally different of fish.
0: And so then, a a couple of things. Then, where would be your most favourite place? That
1: (laughs) I knew everybody asked. It depends what for. If I was hiking, Iceland, and New Zealand, amazing. I I want to do more of that. New Zealand. New, it's amazing. Which which track did you do?
0: rail
1: Crossing. See, I haven't done that yet.
0: Incredible.
1: I did the Milford Trail. It was the best three days oh, really? of hiking. And so,
0: what do you do then? Just sleep in a tent?
1: The, no, there was huts. Oh, what like lazy huts along the way. <laughs> La- Yeah, really Iceland nice. was the same. We did the Lagoerger hiking trail, three days over the highlands of Iceland. Oh my and God, that was pure Iceland escapism. So <laughs> <laughs> <I just laughs> like, you must oh, be strong. I get my steps in. <laughs> let me put it that way. <laughs>
0: and, that, <very laughs> and so, like on a typical day, then you're in Iceland. You're like, oh, I'm going to go for a trek, a hike. Then how long do you walk for?
1: I think that one was about. Oh, Fifteen twenty mile a day, over the tops.
0: And then you'll have a little sleep, and then go again yeah. the next day. For three yeah, it was days.
1: absolutely torrential rain on one day. It was funny, especially. But the thing was, it was twenty four hours. It was funny. The, I don't the, 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 like, oh no, we, we were intense.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> I forget in Iceland we were intense. We were only in a hut because the rain was that torrential. Oh,
0: right, but yeah. it was
1: it was right in the middle of the summer, so it was twenty four hour sun daylight. Have you, and oh, trying man. to, you realise how much your body needs darkness to get to, tired yeah. and sleep so you wake up in your tent at two o'clock in the morning and normally it's like oh it's still dark I'll go back
0: to sleep yeah. but there it's like
1: the sun's beating through the tent and oh you're like no. oh, it's too... <laughs> I've got a long walk tomorrow I need yeah. some sleep yeah
0: but, but you loved it though it was nice. oh, yeah, I
1: loved it I'd go back to Iceland hiking and what about
0: you? in England where's your favourite place Lake District
1: oh the UK Lake District
0: yeah, anyway.
1: I, like that. I even moved there for three years. Okay. Near there for three years, just to, really, just get close. You're a traveller, traveller, innit? I mean, I'm right. nomadic. <laughs> There's a nickname some people call me the littlest hobo, but that's that's another story.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just no, like, but it's doo-doo-doo. like difficult to keep just like uh, just you don't have much stability though because you're just off all the time travelling about, aren't you? So you've not got just like
1: I, I say, I have. I've got like home base. I mean, I've still got my parents in Oldham. and so I'm I'm back down near that way now.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I have still got. You know, it's like saying in the army you don't have friends, you have acquaintances.
0: Really, yeah. Yeah. And is that just like what your life is now? Because you're just always off, aren't you? So would you, do you ever spend, like, a long period of time in Oldham? Or would you just be like, oh, no, I'm, I've got this started now for, for the next six months?
1: I, well put it, I've i slept in my own bed twice in the last month. Really?
0: I would hate that. I mean, I'm a little <laughs> bit, like, I'm a little bit all over the show. And I do like to go places, but I really love my own bed, though. But I know.
1: It do gets, just not? It, gets, it depends. If I'm on one job yeah. for a long period of time, then, then, I, like, then I get a bit... Uh, fatigue
0: And, and so where, where else So you love New Zealand love
1: I, Iceland New Zealand I Oh there's so many places When I think of experiences That I've done
0: What's the weirdest place
1: The weirdest place
0: Yeah we've been And you've been like Wow I didn't I expect that
1: Or if I didn't expect it I mean it's one of my It's one of my favourite places That's Azerbaijan
0: Azerbaijan
1: I've been there five times now
0: oh, And yes. I'll go again Is that not like the desert?
1: I see this is it it's, you know, you've got to go to appreciate Azerbaijan it's just the most unstereotypical everyone's got a stereotype of any country yeah. that ends in an stan or <laughs> I mean, it's sandwiched between Russia and Iran so everyone's like Ooh. but it, it's just like the most multi, one of the most even though it's 98% muslim it's one of the most culturally diverse culturally open countries you'll ever oh, go to really and you go to the capital Baku and it's like walking down the high street here. Yeah.
0: Is it? Yeah. And so then what? So then when you go for like a, a hike around there, would you go for a hike there? Not necessarily, because like, I'm
1: diverse. Like I do food and drink, hotels. Right. Okay. My mainstay is hiking. I, I'd love to get. I like to get in the outdoors. I personally, my comfort zone is out there in the outdoors, yeah. landscapy. Type stuff.
0: And is that because of the armour?
1: I think so. And where I was brought up in mm-hmm. order. Not in all. It's like every opportunity we had, my dad took a Saddleworth. Oh, Saddleworth. oh right, yeah, because he In died, fact, one you? of my favourite places is Saddleworth. You know, it's. Saddleworth they, Morris?
0: Yeah. Is that where all them killings were? Yeah. Who killed somebody there? Where you're talking west?
1: about. No, you're talking. Uh, thingy in Myra Hindley.
0: Oh, is that where they buried them no, there? Yeah, yeah,
1: well, it was Saddleworth Moor. Yeah. Mm. That's great. Yeah, it's quite... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Saddleworth Moor. But um, people, that's what people think of with Saddleworth Moor. I think it's beautiful. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's where I basically learnt to hike and still go there now a lot.
0: For like a visit? Well,
1: I live nearby, so I just go up there. And Escape. so then,
0: what would be your next... What's your next thing there? Do you have a plan? Or are you just well, like...
1: Well, I must say that people look at the blog and the Twitter and think that's how we... That's his complete monetization. But no, I still paddle a lot behind the scenes. So I, you know, apart from a couple of sponsorships, I, because of my knowledge and years of experience in Facebook, Twitter, I get involved with brands and Facebook and Twitter marketing.
0: Oh, what, so you'll help companies to build their brand on
1: social media yeah so I've got a colleague that owns a social media a small social media company who okay. works with brands and I help him I work for you're him basically. Do that well. in a
0: sense yeah so you still can't so you're still not like oh I'm a millionaire from doing yeah. a blog like yeah. you've still got to do bits as well but I think that's an important message to put out as well because people yeah. people will see your blog um or, or anybody's famous people's and they think oh that's it you're yeah. a millionaire people fight about me like oh you're a millionaire I'm not a millionaire mate. give not. me a job like don't about that, and and everybody's the same. though. I don't, and this is what we was talking about um, with my brother actually in another podcast about the perception of people when you when you see them on TV or what you might see with somebody's career. And everybody likes to put this message out there that they're doing really well, but after the time, it's a lot of shit anyway. It, yeah, of course, it, it, is. it yeah, just yeah, yeah. isn't the reality of the situation. And then when it comes out, the real reality, everybody judges you for it, and is there to like kind of drag you down. Like, oh well, oh you have to do that as well. Like shame on you. You've got a proper job. Like, oh, do you have a proper job? I know. And, and, and yeah. people don't understand this. So when there's these children, they're like, oh, I want to be a reality TV star. I want to be a blogger no. or a vlogger or whatever it is. They need to understand you've been doing it for how many years now?
1: 12. 12 11, 12, 11, 12 years still I've been. doing do cyber. Yeah, of course I'm doing cyber. And that's my mainstay. You've got to. I would call it work hard play hard and it's basically a case of if you want it's a labour of love I want to be able I love travelling I enjoy the blogging I enjoy the Twitter but on its own it's like if you want to make that work you've got to work hard in other areas which is why you know I could end up working behind people think I'm just like walking here taking a picture hey from here (laughs) hey from here but behind the scenes I'm like right, where's my laptop I've got to do that got to do that thing for that brand I've got to do that for them and it's nothing that's public so the perception is it's just this jet set whatever yeah. it has well, got all the time in the world there, to then. walk. Because like, yeah. I get so many comments on Twitter, I want your job. Or, is that all you do? Yeah, <laughs> I just like me. You don't
0: see the half of it, but nobody <laughs> wants to see all of the panic. Behind yeah, the of scenes, the I'm there.
1: Work. In fact, a couple of days ago, I was there till two o'clock in the morning doing Facebook spreadsheets so
0: oh, it's really, like yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's just it's hard but if you're going to be successful at anything even when it seems on the outside like so so lovely and I know, su- yeah. such it but you've still got to work at it no matter what, yeah. no matter what you're doing and,
1: and my number one my number one tip for social media success would be avoid negativity avoid mean? it completely avoid it
0: what other people are you
1: just avoid getting involved in negativity it's just my it's my personal tip some people talk about longevity yeah. so I could start kicking up a show on tomorrow about something that I'm, I could be passionate about yeah and I'm, I'm not a negative person naturally anyway but if I you know and it would it might generate you see, you see people come on they create these massive tweets and they get a thousand and yeah. two thousand likes and retweets but they're gone tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and that's because our people. Do... And I
1: don't mean contract. If I'm in, if I'm in a bad mood, I just won't touch those. i <laughs>
0: Yeah, I
1: do, I'm just like whoa, right? I'm going, I'm yeah. going for a walk, take some photos, and I'm back, and I've got <laughs> content. So it's it's kind of that like, you know I've helped myself. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mentally. So what? So what do you think then? When you when people are negative like this, then it loses some followers.
1: Yeah, they might get a publicity, of people rallying around them. But I think you know if I've I've, I've done I learned in the early days that I'm, I used to use it for complaints like we all do. Because another thing I don't use my followers my numbers to get a complaint through faster if that makes sense and I did in the early days I I put my hands up I'm guilty you know eight years ago I might have got really bad service from someone and I didn't do the you know who I am because you know we're just ordinary people but it's kind of you know I went on there and I made a complaint and then they jumped on it straight away because it was early days for brands and then you suddenly get people coming in saying oh just because he's got followers you're helping him first and blah 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 so and then that looks bad on me and it's like no, no, no! I'll just. So you just swerve
0: about that now, and I so swear you, you, about you literally
1: it all. just do your blogging. And I do my blogging, and I'll do a, a bit about my day. I don't do me, 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 me all the time. Yeah, it's like for me, it's the world I'm seeing. This is me now. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm feeling. Yeah, and that's my SP basically.
0: And that's yeah, well, and that's what's made you successful, then. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I know as well. Excellent. And so, what
1: um, what are future plans? Where are you going next? Where are we going next? I'm I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a date of time. I don't know. What I'm doing tomorrow yet. Um, like I said yesterday, I was in Scotland. Now I'm in Bolton. Mm-hmm. Where could it be tomorrow? Um, I, just, I I want to grow, Baldacchino. Of course, I do. I want to move away from the reliance on social media. To be honest, because it's just changing all the time. Yeah. So it's nice to have your own. You've got your own website. Yeah. That's. And it's nice to have your own space because I think it's happening a lot with YouTube um, in that the switching people that have made it massively successful. YouTube could change a rule tomorrow. Yeah. And they've lost everything.
0: I do do feel like as well, we're on the edge now where social media has obviously been amazing, made loads of people, loads of money. But for somebody, for instance, like my brother who would, get paid a lot of money for wearing a t-shirt and that I'm like you know you need to do like do something else so he, he does he, he like buys out and things like this and does them all because he's joined by a trader because I'm like you can just feel this sense of this is not sustainable yeah. this is not going to last there'll be something new or like I said something will change and then bump
1: That's I think it. too many of us are owned now by Twitter YouTube, Facebook, it's in their hands. So, so when you talk about what I'm doing next, I'm going to partnerships with people. So we're setting up a walking holiday company in Slovakia. Oh, right. So that, that is the next thing I'm working on, actually. So
0: like somebody will go to Slovakia and you planned the walk for them, like a trip yeah. for them. Yeah. Oh, right. okay. So
1: it's like a brand new company, <clears throat> you know, not Bold like it. it's a brand new company, me and me and another, we've got a Slovakian guide and it's, it's a part of Slovakia that nobody ever goes. It's not touristic, but it's perfect for walking holidays. Yeah. And we, we've got the Alpine Wooden Lodge so we're, we're making that into a destination holiday and then there's... Oh, there's all sorts going on. <laughs> I'm spinning a lot of plates at the moment, yeah, so obviously yeah. there's the Facebook marketing side of things, as the helping brands with social media. Um, so yeah, that, it's a it's Slovakian walking holidays, isn't it? That's That'll the next a, big thing to me. I'm making Bolnica. Like so I'm starting up a thing called Boldecker Breaks, where it's like bespoke weekends, where I take you know 20 people away in the Lake District and abseil down waterfalls and.
0: what and you'll go with them. Yeah, too. on the
1: Bolnica Breaks, yeah. All right, so it's something I it's something I did in the early days. It's like they used to do things called tweet up. So it's like in the early days of Twitter, because there weren't that many people. It's like if anybody's in Luton, let's have a tweet up. Let's all meet in the pub or uh, something. And I was oh, like, tweet up. Oh, they used to call them tweet ups. Did that. People <laughs> my age, it's quite scary. When people my age will know what a tweet up was. So I used to do thing called tweet up and hike, and it was it was very popular. It wasn't monetized or anything. It was just like let's all yeah, go yeah, to that campsite right, right. and I'll, I'll take you on a mountain. Yeah, but and now you're
0: gonna make a little.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna monetize, make a little. You know, oh, I, can, yeah. I can only be in one place at one time, so I can't do two too many. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's but, it. Yeah. But it
1: it's something I enjoy.
0: Yeah, and if you can make money, I'm so
1: I can put 100 percent into that.
0: Some of your trips and have a good time while you're there. That that's a, yeah, a nice, and something different like, in it. each
1: part of the country. So in the Lake District, we're doing adrenaline, which is abseiling, waterfalls, canyoning, rather than just a mountain walk. Yeah, yeah. and then I don't know, we we'll go go to Leicestershire, and it'll be an art retreat. Oh,
0: art.
1: Art, I know. <laughs> hey, yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's I, I'll be going more on the landscape type of things, and I'll have an. I'll be in, I'll be in a partnership with a different person in each place. As oh, well. right, okay, so okay. it's like Oh,
0: I, so there'd be like some artist who'd be like, let's draw this. Yeah, and but he's he's, quiet, he's recently like... given
1: up smoking. Uh-huh. So the big thing so we might turn that into an ex-smokers art. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't know. It sounds bizarre yeah, it, no. when, it, when it all comes together. So it's like art with tobacco paper. ah Of stately homes, I know it's just it's not defined yet. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, it's good though. It's different for me. Like the the newer thing as well. Like yeah.
1: So then I'm also working on uh, a castle weekend. So hikes it's a castle surrounded by hills and mountains so that'll be and
0: then you stay in the castle do you yeah it?
1: stay oh, in the castle good. have a banquet mm,
0: very yeah. good so
1: it's all diverse and different so that's what i'm working on yeah on, as well.
0: what's your website uh
1: the website's boldhiker.com and what's your twitter paul underscore steel with an e on the end
0: and your instagram boldhiker excellent stuff right well thank you very much for coming
1: today thank and you thanks good. for your it's time thanks for having me
0: Thanks for listening. Please remember to visit www.micaela-wayne.co.uk. Subscribe to the podcast, leave your feedback and don't troll.